So good to see everybody in the house of the Lord. Amen. So good to see FJF. Amen. But today is a very special service. You know, we want to join our hearts together, you know, and invest in the kingdom of God today. Amen. I, I, I don't know about you, but, you know, love what I'm sensing here in the presence of the Lord. You know, this is like a little bit of heaven. <laughs> Amen. Every tongue, every tribe shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord of all. You know, uh, before anything, you know, I don't know whether you understand what's going on in the service, every song that we pray, you know, but the most important thing that Brother Willoughby said this to us, a missionary. Um, how many of you are glad for missionary Willoughby that has come to Singapore, established the church? I'm so grateful for his ministry, but he reminded us, even in a mission trip, any significant thing that has ever been done always begins with a burden. Amen. Uh, we, we were singing, go, you know, give us your heart. You know, I, 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 I hope you understand today it's not about you. I hope you understand today what we are seeing play out in the world today are signs of His returning. You know, the Bible says, watch and pray. Redemption draweth nigh. And the Bible also asks us to pray. Pray ye for laborers. So today we're going to do a bunch of stuff. All together in the service, God will begin to speak to some of you. God will begin to challenge you because we are living in the last days and I just can't help it. You know, if you read the book of Esther, Esther took a risk. Amen. You know, when, when, when he went into the chambers of the king, you know, if you know anything about, you know, if you are not invited to the chamber of the king, you'll be executed. You know, and, and I, I, I've always... Hello? <laughs> Amen. I don't know where that came from. Hello? You know, he says, if I perish, I perish. You know, but we serve a king that now we can come boldly before the throne of grace. And we serve a king that says, go make disciples of all nations. We don't need to worry about our heavenly father now. Now, you know, it's not about me. It's about, Lord, your kingdom come. Folks, this is all going to play out really beautifully. All of us are going to die one day. <laughs> you know, it's a guaranteed. You know, but, but before everything else, I, I want to make sure that if I perish, I perish but I want to invest in the kingdom of God. Amen. This is a challenge for the church. You know, before we move on to the service, we got a lot of things to cover. You know, I want us to pray that God will give us a burden. Amen. Uh, Pastor Doji and Sister Nancy will tell you this. Brother Willoughby, first meeting is get all of us and pray for the burden of the Lord. It is not my burden. It is His burden. Can we just lift our hands right now? Let's begin to empty ourselves today. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, God, the priority of this hour 
God, right now, God, I'm asking you, Jesus, to fill us with your burden. Lord, nothing significant has ever done, God, without a burden. So, Father, today, I'm asking you, Jesus, I'm putting away all the cares of this life and come before your presence and say, God, fill me with your burden. Come on, just lift up your hands. Just pray in the Holy Ghost for a moment right now. We got time. Fill me with your burden. Lord, right now, for the next few moments, God, that you will speak. That you will help us, oh God. Come on, just pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Come on, just empty yourself right now so that you can receive the burden of the Lord. Not my will, but your will be done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's give God praise all over this place. Amen. Ooh. How many of you felt that? I felt it. Amen. I want you to turn to somebody and say, it's going to be a great day. Amen. You may be seated. Let's, let's go back to our seats, you know. You know, and, and, and we're going to expect God to move in a powerful way. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. It's so good. You know, I love what I'm feeling. It's so good to have us all come together. It was the last four years. Amen. Amen. Last four years that we ever had a combined service. Now we are together. Amen. Hallelujah. But God's going to do something more interesting and more powerful. I give honor to missionary Willoughby. You know, and I always remember one thing that he said to me, you know, and, and I think that's the reason uh, it has got to do with uh, the special speaker today. I'm always grateful for the Filipino Joy Fellowship. You know, you were the first one in Singapore that got used, you know, to establish the work at Tabernacle of Joy. But we just can't help it that we got to have a mission field because your brothers and sisters need to hear the gospel. And I'm so proud today to tell you that we have 25 daughter works. Amen. And recently, we have 10 licensed ministers. Hallelujah. You know, amen. But we shall see more, okay? We shall see more. 10 licensed ministers. You know, we had the United Pentecostal Church of Philippines. You know, uh, the executive, some of the executive board came, interviewed 10 of our sisters and then they got their license. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. That's exciting. You know, God is doing a great work in Philippines and you know, the Bible, I don't know whether you know this, the Bible, there are two Antiochs. <laughs> you know, and Philippines was, is known as Antioch also. Then how about Singapore? You know, we are not stealing each other's copyright. You know, you know there are two Antiochs. When you read in the books of Acts, there are two Antiochs. So we need each other. Amen. Okay, to see worldwide revival. You know, and, and I remember very clearly, Bishop will be after going for mission trips, after mission trips. He says this, Tim, I want you to notice this. 
the first city that you always need to target is the capital city. Amen. And, you know, I was like, huh? What are you talking about? And then not only that, you need to target capital city. I'm not saying that the rest of the outskirts is not, because that the prince is there. If we can target cities, capitals, the rest is a piece of cake. You know, and, and, and not only that we need to start with a capital city, he says that they must be a stronghold. Okay, you know, strongholds, you know, you have bad strongholds, but we have good strongholds too. A church that is ready to equip the people. And, and at the end of the day, that church must be self-sustaining or God-sustaining. Amen. I call it God-sustaining. So, you know, I've got to change my strategy a bit, okay? We've been praying. God, give us someone in Manila. You know, and lo and behold, 2017, we met this couple, the Serranos. They were there for discipleship. You know, then, you know, we quickly just get acquainted, say hello, and then we didn't have time. But as the years goes by, we started developing a relationship with them. Amen. Then the more I hang out with him, the more he's contagious. He makes you laugh. Don't stop. You know, he's never stopped joking. You know, I say, my goodness, this guy is like me. And then we found out that, 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 that not only he has four children like me, two girls, two boys. My goodness. I say, wow, we got a lot of things in common. <laughs> what next? And the only thing is that he's better looking than I am. Okay, but, but he came, you know, and, and, and you know, uh, he believed so much that the church must be self-sufficient, self-sustaining. He's the only church that I know that will give. I mean, like, like in all the mission work, <laughs> we always got to give, but, but for them, it's very different. They will pay your ticket. Wow, I, I, I say praise the Lord. Come on, everybody say praise God. <laughs> you know, that's a big move. You know, and they understand the concept of giving. Amen. They are not a victim mentality. They are victors in Christ. And today, they have their whole team with them. We have Brother Josh, Sister Treasurer. And where's Jaira? She's probably running around videotaping this place. You know, and, and, and they are all workers, you know, and, and we have the wonderful privilege to go there and it's been a few years of me saying the same thing over again to them. We have Zoom meetings with them, with their leaders, saying the same thing over and over again and they were early adopters of XNet. Because, see, listen, you know, we've gone to the mission field. We've seen thousands receive the Holy Ghost, but that's not good enough. We see thousands of people receive the Holy Ghost, but they are not equipped as laborers. And, and I'm tired of going there and teaching and teaching and come back and nothing. That we change our strategy and he's the National Sunday School Super uh, 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 Director, okay? And guess what? They, 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 they're going to have living lo logos, as one of the national curriculum for the entire United Pentecostal Church of Philippines. 
Look, folks, I, I don't know about you. Yes, I see a lot of faces. I see Filipinos everywhere in the world. <laughs> you know, they are starting a work, but, but we recognize that, that, that we need each other. You know, and, and they were the first one that went out there and started to lay the groundwork and I get to preach in a call center. That call center has become a church. I, I don't know about you, but I've never preached in a call center before. Oh, this is what the call center looks like. All the cubicles, you know, they are not scammers. Uh, this one, not scammers. <laughs> you know, but, but we went there, we preached, people received the Holy Ghost, we did real colors, and, and there you go. They're having revival. I, I don't want to tell so much of the story, but, but I'm just giving you uh, this introduction uh, that God has connected us with them. You know, uh, uh, they are called PEP. Or some people call it PAP. Okay, not, not our, our party. Yeah. It's Passe Apostolic Pentecostal. You know, I told Jaira today that you shouldn't even use the word Passe because God's going to give you a revival beyond Passe. And they are really singing it. You know, and, and I'm so glad that when I'm going there, you know, they are our advocates. Xnet, Xnet, UTB, UTB. You know, you know, how do you know when they get it, when their language change? I mean, recently I got a bunch of people, I don't know, who's these people? All the Filipino people all asking for Xnet. And let me say this, right? You know, some people say it will not work, but they've proven otherwise. They stayed with the program. Uh, sorry, I have to say this. I sometimes scold them if they're out of the program. Amen. Josh, no, Amen. Yeah. But they stay with the program and today from 180 during the pandemic, they're having revival. Now they are 400 in numbers. And, and, and not only they have the numbers, but they have grown in their leadership. You know, I'm so proud of them. Uh, they are they're having how many tiers of leadership being developed. You know, the key about revival is not about the numbers that comes in, but how many are transformed to become laborers for the kingdom of God. I'm so blown away that you encourage me to encourage our people. It's working, folks. Amen. But we got to get coordinated. We got to get all these things. You're going to hear from them a little bit. But, but again, I want to present to you a video to help you understand so that give you a little bit of context. And then after that, their team will come and present a musical. And then we're going to hear from the man of God, Pastor Serrano. And let me say this, Tabernacle Joy, I, I'm also helping you understand, during the pandemic, we did not do nothing. You guys continue to give. Amen. I didn't ask for it, but we didn't have faith promise Sunday for cover. How many? But you guys were faithful. And because of your faithfulness, we are able to translate UTV. Uh, how many languages? I, I, I know that the four major languages have been translated. That is Hindi, uh, uh, Mandarin, English, and Spanish. Andre. <laughs> you know. You know, that during the period of pandemic, we did not sit down and do nothing. We were in Zoom. I know Pastor Doji is having Zoom meetings all the time. We were still reaching the people, equipping the people. And they, you know what they said? Pastor, you came in the right time. If we started off too late, we weren't ready. God knows. 
the right time and, and, and you're going to see the video, we're going to see, I, 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 I don't want to say anymore, I'm so excited, I can explode here. <laughs> you know, but, but the, here's the deal. I want to see a stronghold in Manila. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. And then from there, they were empowered, they were stretched out, which they are starting to do. God has used this man. Amen. And, and again, I don't know, God will elevate you when the time comes. But you are seeing changes happen. Pastor Doji, when talk to the executive board and talk about PI as the standard in Philippines, guess what happens? They have adopted PI as their national standard. Come on, everybody say praise God. And also we have a guest and friend, you know, from uh, Brother Hot Days Church. Where is he? Uh, yes. You know, from Chennai. During the lockdown, you know, they were having a hard time getting finances. Well, we got Sister Hobday and Brother Hobday to translate UTB in Hindi and in Tamil. And not only that, we got it translated in, guess what? Living Logos, the entire series of Living Logos is translated. <laughs> Folks, we are not doing nothing if we invest in the Word of God. And today, that's what this service is really all about. We're going to be challenged. And I'm going to be talking a little bit about it today. It's not a time for you to put your logic brain out. It's time to bring out your worshipping brain. Right. Yeah. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. We're going to watch the video. I'm not preaching today, okay? But I just can't help it. I'm so excited. Everything coming out. I'm not preaching today. We're going to watch the video. And then after that, the team will come out, present a song. Brother Serrano, this is your home church. Have liberty. Amen. Hi, my name is Joya Serrano. I am from Pasig Apostolic Pentecostal Church. I serve as a UTB teacher, an administrator for Shepherding Reports, a youth president, and a discipleship group leader. This is our discipleship journey. In 2018, we had about 180 members coming to church every Sunday. Our biggest challenge was keeping and discipling uh, the people that would come to church. We did have programs and activities, but it was difficult for us to form meaningful relationships with everyone and to minister individually on a personal level to each of them. And especially with Pastor Joe and Sister Ludi, the expectation was for them to do all this ministry by themselves. So we found the need to have an intentional way of discipling and training our saints for ministry. We later found out that we had many long-term attendees that never had a structured and a formal Bible study course. At the time, a door also opened for us to minister to a call center with about 150 people. It's a split between uh, two groups and we continued to grow in church attendance, but we did not have the structure to keep or to disciple them. My parents, Pastor Jojo and Sister Ludi, met 
Pastor Timothy and Sister Leah in a discipleship conference in Batam. They attended and their eyes were open for the need to have a discipleship system. It was the perfect timing. Coming from discipleship, Pastor Joe and Sister Ludi began implementing what they learned. PAP adopted the apostolic care and training system. It started from our leaders. We made finishing Unlocking the Bible training as a prerequisite for any leadership or ministry function. Any minister had to be trained as a UTB teacher. It was met with a lot of resistance at first because there were a lot of requirements and one of our teachers actually complained that the requirements that had to be done were a bit choking. But in the end, she was the first one to complete the Living Logos because it was so good. Even though the pandemic struck, the training did not stop and we were thankful that we mobilized to begin our 90-hour practicum just at the start of the lockdown. It was a perfect timing because people had a lot of time on their hands and we had the opportunity to teach them unlocking the Bible. There was also a paradigm shift for our ministers and uh, teachers and members and we directed everyone to the question, are we making disciples? It is important for us to be reminded that other functional ministries are not as important as ministering to a soul and making disciples. We go back to this priority and it has aligned our church in this direction. The Unlocking the Bible training helped us create a standard for every minister and Bible study teacher. We could develop people to meet that standard and qualification. And with this training program, it kept us actively involved. This was another paradigm shift for the church. Before we had the misconception that you have to be older or you have to be full-time in ministry to be used by God. But now, there is a way for everyone to be involved. We can all be trained to be disciple-makers and Bible study teachers. Everyone can be a minister to different people that are available in our circle. Before, we only had six Bible study teachers, including Pastor Jojo and Sister Ludi, and now we are happy to share. We are grateful that we have a team of about 30 UTB teachers with three batches and current batch currently undergoing training. There is an average of 46 Bible studies being taught and our attendance has grown from 180 people to 400 people despite the pandemic. We currently have three services in a week, one Sunday service and two corporate services amongst the call center group and in their office. We're also very happy to see the growth of this call center saints. They now have their own worship leaders, their MCs, their tech and support when Pastor Joe and Sister Ludi would conduct services in their office. The people see the results, they see souls being added, and they have also personally experienced the growth and tremendous blessing of being a UTB teacher. They are flourishing spiritually in every area of life. Over the past few years, PAP has grown and changed. Acts help us to create a culture and support system 
that stays true to our purpose, calling, and mission of making disciples and help us to keep growing. We need an apostolic system that will help us apply biblical principles of disciple making. And this is what Acts has done for us. Let's praise the Lord today. Amen. Can we clap our hands to Jesus? Hallelujah, hallelujah. In the book of Matthew, the 28th chapter, it says, verse 18 to 20 says, Jesus came and told, I'm, I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have given you all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this. This is very comforting. I am with you always, even to the end of age. Amen. Hallelujah. So today, hallelujah, you can, you can mention what you need. I am just certain that Jesus will be on our side. Hallelujah. That Jesus will provide every single need we have. We can mention. Hallelujah. So let's speak of that name today. Hallelujah. Let's echo it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 And let's be assured to this morning that He is with us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sing with us. Praise the Lord with us this morning. Hallelujah. Use 
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It is of the Lord's mercies, that's why we are not consumed, because His compassion fail not. They are new every morning. Great is His faithfulness. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. I, I, I don't want to sound rude, but I just want to love everybody here. The reason why we are still alive in spite of the pandemic is simply because God still has a purpose in you. Why don't we praise Him for a while? Why don't we give Him honor? Why don't we love that name? That name that saves us. That name that protects us. That name that covers us. Would somebody shout, I love you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We give you glory, Lord. We give you praise. We give you honor. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. As you remain standing, I feel honored and I feel humbled at the same time. I give glory to the Lord and I thank God for Pastor Doji and Sister Nancy. The Lord used them so that I can be connected to Pastor Tim and Mom Leah. Hallelujah. You, you, you have no idea how you bless our lives. If you come to PAP, it looks like Tabernacle of Joy and Filipino Joy community at the same time. Amen. Hallelujah. You, you, you probably seen our song leader, Sister Treasure. She looks like a Singaporean as well. <laughs> Praise God. And before I go to the Word of God, I'm going to call Sister Ludi to greet you. Amen. She's the Pearl of Pasig and the Miss Universe of our home. Thank you to God with the glory. Greetings from Pasig Apostolic Pentecostal. And we are so blessed to be here. I guess it's the grace and the manifold blessings of God. That's why we're here. Sorry for this. God uses people to connect us. To accomplish his purpose, right? And it is, great, it is his great desire to continue his work here on earth. To carry out his great commission. And that is teaching all people to be directed to him, to be discipled, and to observe whatsoever the, the things he has taught the disciples and to us. And I believe, brothers and sisters, that his word will never return void. It will accomplish its purpose. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I want to thank the Top Joy and the Filipino Joy Fellowship. 
God had found a way for us to be connected to you. And we're so thankful to God because it is, you know, God will always uh, join people who will connect the dots and who will, um, you know, that, that he, the vision, who will share the same vision. You will all go together to accomplish the bringing of the souls for the glory of God. Hallelujah. So thank you very much for inspiring us, for mentoring us, Pastor Tim, Sister Wea, and the Tabernacle of Joy. Thank you, Ma'am Nancy, Pastor Doji. Thank you, Filipino Joy and Fellowship. We are all one in the body of Christ. We love you so much. We care for you so much. Thank you for loving us just the way we are. God bless you all. Thank you, God. Praise the Lord. I wouldn't eat much of your time. And forgive me if, a, if I may sound like Pastor Tim. And you wouldn't hear the different principles. Everything I'm going to say will learn from you. Is that okay? Yeah. Hallelujah. So without further ado, if you have your Bible with you, this is one of the most uh, popular but powerful verse that we probably overlook for so many times. The whole gospel has been saying the same thing, but I'm going to focus on Mark chapter 16, verse 15. Hallelujah. Are you ready for the word? Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Mark chapter 16. This is a short verse. And may the Lord open our understanding. Hallelujah. The Lord said with his disciples, and he said unto them, Go ye into all the world. How many world do you think do we have? <laughs> Hallelujah. But this morning, I want you to understand, you have your own world to reach. And you're the only preacher that they can hear. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Hallelujah. Why don't we close our eyes and praise him one more time. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your saving grace. And may you open up our understanding that there are world out there. That our own world is connected to them. Help us, Father. Hallelujah. Give us a burden and a genuine love for those people. Speak to this great congregation. Hide your servant. Hallelujah. And I pray, Lord, that you will anoint thy servant lips of clay. By the authority of thy word and by the power of thy name. We declare revival today. We declare deliverance. And we're going to claim the breakthrough in the power of your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Why don't we praise him one more time before we sit down. Hallelujah, hallelujah, praise the Lord, amen, amen, praise God, hallelujah, praise God, God bless you, you may be seated, I feel a bit uh, nervous and excited at the same time, hallelujah, let me ask you by, let me start by asking you this question, did you know that you were born with a mission, hallelujah, did, did we realize that God has a purpose in our lives? If we look in the book of Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5, 
the Lord said to Jeremiah, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of thy mother's womb, Hallelujah, I have ordained thee. So when I was thinking about that verse, I suddenly realized that it wasn't my parents' idea that I have to be born here. It wasn't your father's or your mother's idea. God used them so that you will be born in this world. But it was His idea. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Lord said in, in, in Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11, I know the plans I have for you. My plans is to prosper you and not to harm you and, not, and to give you hope and unexpected end. Hallelujah. Everybody say amen. amen. Would you say to the next person sitting beside you, you were born with a mission. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And, and even the Lord Jesus Christ as the best example. Hallelujah. In Luke chapter 19 verse 10, the Bible tells us, For the Son of Man is to came and to seek and to save that which was lost. Do you remember at, uh, Jesus at the very young age in Luke chapter 2 verse 42 to 49? There was an incident that Mary and Joseph think the boy Jesus was with them as they traveling going back home only to find out that he was missing Three days already. And they find out the boy, hallelujah, in, in the temple. Sitting there teaching the scribes and the Pharisees. And perhaps Mary being a mother who, 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 who was so afraid losing his own son trying to scold the boy. But Jesus knew his purpose in life. And he looked Mary in the eye and reminded him. Don't you know that I am here because of my father's business? Let me remind everyone in this room, we are here because God has a purpose in our lives. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. I, let me borrow this uh, success definition of John Maxwell in one of his book, Life is a Journey. He defines success he said that for me, success is finding my purpose in life. Amen. Growing in my maximum potential. Amen. And sowing seeds that others benefits. Right. Hallelujah. You may, you may accumulate wealth in this world, but if you, if you don't know your purpose, you're still a failure. Hallelujah. Amen. Miles Mondo said, what is much more tragic than death is living a life Without a purpose. We're here today to find our purpose in life. Hallelujah. Is to reach the lost. Everybody say amen. amen. So I'm going to just say some points about the church. Hallelujah. The truth about this church is number one. The church is the most precious assembly on earth. Since Christ purchased it with his own blood. Let me say it again, hallelujah. The church is the most precious assembly on earth since Christ purchases with his own blood. If you are a type of person suffering from a low self-esteem, 
You have no idea how valuable you are in God's eye. He will not die, hallelujah, for nothing. Amen? You've got to understand that, that God will do everything in His power to protect you and to save you. Hallelujah, because He has a special plan and purpose in our lives. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Amen? You are the apple of His eye. We've got to know who we are in His sights. Not in our own sights. We must learn to value ourselves as God values us. Can you imagine pandemic passed by? Millions of people died all over the world. And look, look at you today. Woo! Amen. Hallelujah. It's not because of you. It's all because of His grace. I believe God doesn't want me. God doesn't want you to die a failure. Hallelujah. Everybody say amen. amen. In Luke chapter 19 verse 10, the Lord said that statement when he found out Zacchaeus. You know the story. There was a man by the name Zacchaeus and the Bible tells us that no one even dare to pay attention about him. Sounds like me and sounds like you were nothing before Jesus found out. I was a drug addict before. I was 12 years old when he started to smoke marijuana. Hallelujah. Everybody looks at me as a failure. But there was a God from heaven who believes in me. And the Lord said, salvation comes into this house. That's the reason why we are here. Because Jesus found us. But let me remind you that in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10, Jesus did not save us without a reason. The Bible said, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. Hallelujah. Can I tell you this morning without hesitation, don't you know that your life is a solution to somebody's problems? There is someone out there waiting for you to come because you are the only preacher they can hear and you're the only voice they need to hear. Hallelujah. You are a solution to somebody's problem. Please don't be a problem to somebody's life. Hallelujah. Everybody say amen. And second point, the church is the proclaimer and protector of divine truths. I love that concept that we hear from you that we have to protect, we have to preserve and propagate the apostolic doctrine. Don't forget where you came from. Somebody came and preached for us. Hallelujah. That's why someone is waiting for us as well. We have to preach for them. Hallelujah. Amen. And the church is the launching pad for world evangelization. It will start with us. It will start with you. Hallelujah. Open times we think as a church, as the whole congregation. Don't forget that you 
individually as a church of the living God. Everybody say, I am the church. Collectively, we are His church. But individually, Jesus died for you and me. Everybody say, thank you, Lord. We open quote Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, that we have to go, we have to preach, we have to teach, we have to baptize. And in the past, we forgot to make disciples. That's the most important concept that you have shared us, Pastor Tim. Hallelujah. And we embrace that. Don't you know that the Great Commission is never an impossible mission? Hallelujah. If we will only realize the whole concept about go ye into all the world. God will never give us a task or an assignment. Hallelujah. And a challenge as well that we cannot bear. The only thing he will give you is something you can do. So let me lovingly remind everybody that this mission, I hear it for Pastor Doji. This is why when I hear that concept, every church anniversary, they ask me, Pastor, what is our theme? I told them, every anniversary, the theme should be the same. The mission is still the same. Because that's the only opportunity to remind everybody that's why God saved us. That's the reason why we exist. There is no other reason. The mission is still the same. Hallelujah. So let me tell you this morning that this mission is your missions. This is our missions. This is my mission. Hallelujah. Rick Warren in his book, The Purpose Driven Church, he said, A great commitment to the great commandment and a great commission will grow a great church. Say it to your brother and sister sitting next beside you. It's our missions. It's your mission. Would you say it's my mission? Let's praise him for a while. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God knows what he's doing. He will never give us a task that we cannot do. Hallelujah. In Luke chapter 10, verse 1 and 2, it reveals that our problem is never the harvest. The Bible tells us the harvest truly are plenteous or great, but laborers are few. And this is the only prayer request of the Lord. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he may send forth laborers. I was born in the kingdom of God in the midst of revival, 1985. Hallelujah. Amen. I started smoking marijuana when I was 12 years old. And our nation doesn't realize how, how deep the problem about drug addictions. Do you know where, I, where we are buying the dope? Not only the marijuanas and the illegal drugs. We're buying it to the policemen. I'm not kidding. I'm telling a story. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why when the President Duterte decided to declare a campaign against war, 
it was the policeman who killed the one who pushed because it will goes back to them. And then the Lord called me, hallelujah. I was saved by His grace. I'm just a sinner, saved by His grace. And one day God filled my heart with a burden. And I was praying, Pastor Doji, hallelujah. I was in Manila, okay. My, my, my family is in the province. And I was praying, Lord, would you send someone for them? I was crying every day, Lord, send someone, hallelujah. Send someone, save them, send a preacher, until one day, Pastor Tim, I was reading the Bible and the Lord is talking to one of his prophets. And the Lord said, whom shall I send? And I suddenly responded to God and I changed my prayer. Lord, if there's no one else, send me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Would you pray the same thing this morning? Would you say, God, send me. Send me to someone. Hallelujah. I was a young people as if when you look at me, I have no future. My gifting in the church is simply just to scream and to dance. But every altar call, I was the first one who will kneel down. I just I only have one prayer request. Lord, change me and use me. I'm talking... To every young people in this auditorium, God is calling you. You are probably the answer to somebody's life. You start by saying, Lord, here I am. Use me and send me. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Harvest is never the problem. I show you the picture. You've seen some of them already. Hallelujah. It was never a problem. Praise God. Hallelujah. Can I tell you that I have seen literally with my eyes. Baptism of a thousand souls for one day. And they don't even know, realize why they have been baptized. Hallelujah. At the beginning. At the beginning. Because I have been met Pastor Tim yet. I tried to baptize so many people all by myself. Hallelujah. Praise God. The Bible tells us the harvest truly are plenteous, but the laborers are few. Amen. Look at that. We experience baptizing 200 people in a year. But here's the challenge. The challenges of the modern church, number one, is a shallow discipleship. We tolerate emotional and spiritual maturity that resulted to premature babies and worse, miscarriages. Hallelujah. The church becomes like a prostitute. Amen. Until I came here and God opened our eyes and I was praying, Lord, what we are going to do with these babies. Hallelujah. How did you help PAP? You introduced 
the care or in small groups and everyone is involved. We realize that a ministry is supposed to be shared by all. Thank you, Pastor Team. Thank you, Tabernacle of Joy. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. We discover our gifts and talents. Thank you, Filipino Joy Fellowship. Brother Bong, Sister Miles, and the rest of the group once came to our church that we have our own functions. Hallelujah. And then, after that, we understand ourselves through colors and learn to blend with one another. We learn to respect our differences. Thank you, TJ, for sharing pastor team. Thank you. Not once, many times. I love your pastor. There were times that he would call and ask us about, do you need some financial help? And I will tell him, that's not what we need. The time that you have shared, the concept that you have given is priceless. Hallelujah. Amen. Give it to some, somebody else. Because I told him, the same God who blessed you is the same God we're going to bless me. God is no respecter of person. Hallelujah. We understand that. Filipinos, I'm going to say this with love. We are not a second child. But unless... We forget our old concept. If you keep thinking you are poor, then you will remain poor. The Bible tells us the reason why the gospel should have been preached to the poor does not mean you have only to reach the poor. The reason why the gospel had to preach to the poor because God doesn't want us to remain poor. And you know what is the worst Poverty in our country is not poverty of money, but poverty of mindsets. You're special. Hallelujah. God can use you. Amen. Why do we praise Him and say, yes, I believe it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I love the concept we learned from you. That it is a wonderful thing that the church trusts their pastor. But it is even more wonderful when the pastor trusts the saints or the members. Today, my youngest son is preaching in our church. Last Sunday, when I was in the general conference, it was Brother Joyra, the one who is reporting on the screen. Hallelujah. Amen. And we have so many ministers in our church. We understand and realize that minister should not be a noun. It should be verb. Because in the first day, it was a function. It was never been a title. So thank you, Pastor Team, for letting us re realize that everybody in the church has a ministry. Would you tell it to your neighbor? You have a ministry. Every one of us has a ministry. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and you, know, you know why I love this concept? I suddenly realize that even Lone Ranger is not alone. He has a tonton with him. 
Hallelujah. Amen. And I love that concept that you can only trust whom you train. And we become more effective, efficient, and engaging. You know, many Filipinos are talented. It's easy for them to teach Bible study. But the problem is developing a genuine and an authentic relationship. Because open time, we are pretentious. Hallelujah. We're trying to be someone that we are not. Can I tell you this? I'm going to say this with love. We have a dear sister in our church. And she's a kasambahay. She's a domestic helper. She's working to an Indian nationality in the Philippines. She served humbly without pretension. And she was able to bring her boss in our local church. Not trying to be someone she's not. She just simply showed Jesus while she's serving sincerely. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Shallow discipleship. And the challenge number two, I can see that we have a wrong perception of success. We always think bigger is better mentality. We want a big house, a big car, a big church, big people, big bank account, big belly, big head. Everything is big. Hallelujah. That sometimes we forget that God is bigger than anything or anyone else. God is bigger than your challenge. God is bigger than your problem. God is bigger than your need. Now help me. Uh, please. I hope you understand. I'm not trying to, 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 to insult anyone. Hallelujah. I believe when we grow bigger out of shape. is a sign of undisciplined life. Hallelujah. Amen. Sorry. I, I was teaching in a leadership conference. I was teaching my co-minister. I told them, I don't want to offend you. Okay? Because I believe God gave us this body to take care. Because we are His temple. One of the reasons why we are failing simply because we are sickly. Hallelujah. And we never realize that that happened open times because that is self-inflicted. Can you imagine you eat spaghetti every day and you drink Coke and you take a dessert and then you got in, in a cumulative time after five years you've got uh, diabetes and you blame the devil. <laughs> I was telling them in a conferences with the pastor. We have so many preachers has been killed by soft drinks. So let's go back to the message.
practically speaking, a big family with so many children taking care of but one mother is not healthy for boats. I remember one day a member came to me and said, Pastor, how come you're having so many white hair? And I look her in the eye and I told her, you know, you're one of the reasons why this hair is turning white. <laughs> Hallelujah. And then I learned from Pastor Tim to, to, to be honest. And I told the congregation, I need your help. If you let me do it all by myself, hallelujah, all of my hair will be gone. But thank God for the apostolic culture, not a program, hallelujah. Do you know I realized that malnourished is equivalent of a shallow discipleship. Pretending to be a Christian. Hallelujah. Amen. You know the natural process of growth is slow is often the fastest way. You cannot fast track or shortcut. Otherwise it leads to premature. And I will not hesitate telling this. I'm going to say this with love. Can I be myself? Let me warn those people. Who have been in the church for so long. I've seen this in our local church. I've been preaching for so many church anniversaries. Sometimes we thought we are building the younger generation, but we are actually destroying them. You've got to understand, it takes a long and slow process to grow as a Christian. We give us a wrong perception of reality that the moment you receive the Holy Ghost, you're changed. You've got a new nature. I love that concept that you share, Pastor Doji, when I read that, follow to lead, that when a person is born again, you did not receive, hallelujah, a diploma, but a birth certificate. And if you have been saved 30 years, you have developed a pattern of behavior for 30 years in the natural, it gonna take another 30 years to undone what you have learned already. It is only by the power of the Holy Ghost when we come to the altar every service, every day, and asking the Lord to change us completely. Hallelujah. Amen. So please, if you have seen, hallelujah, a, a young people or a, a baby being born, and you have seen, hallelujah, your standard of holiness in their lives, do not rebuke them. Don't burn them as a carnal. Hallelujah. Everybody say amen. amen. Paul said when I was a child, I speak as a child. You can never expect a child to think maturely like you are. When I was a child, I speak as a child. I, I thought and I understood as a child. But when I became a man, then, only then, they're going to put away the childish things. Thank you for providing us a healthy diet for every spiritual growth stage. Because in the past, I have seen we're the only classroom that the nursery and the PhD are taking the same subject altogether. 
How ironic. It's ridiculous. They really cannot understand that. Hallelujah. Discipline in the past will never work in our time. Because our youth today are fragile. They are easily discouraged. Societal. And a discipline without love will only produce rebellions. You know, Sister Ludi and Sister Jairi are so loving. And we have a policeman in our church watching every young people post in the social media. And one day, they have seen an unusual videos of some young people about 16 years old. And we call her attention. And she started to cry and she said she felt dirty because at 13 years old, up to 16, she has been molested by her uncles. And there's another one. It suddenly opened my mind because the church never talked about this. Protecting and guarding and watching the younger generations. You know, they have a different and much more difficult challenge. Hallelujah. With all due respect, I'm going to say this with cautious and love. During our times, for you to see a pornographic film, you've got to go somewhere else and rent the BHS. You need the Betamax. But today, every younger generation who has a cell phone has an access easily to porn sites. If we do not provide a healthy environment, a support that will let them feel they are understood in their challenge, they are going to walk away from our church. You know, the best fertilizer is being in the right ground, planting the right seed, providing a right environment, the proper nurture, not booster and feeds. Hallelujah. TJ, how did you help us? You help us see the big picture. Thank you. You provide us an effective tool. If you think the UTB is not working, let me tell you it's working. It's a wonderful tool. Everyone in PAP, hallelujah, amen, goes back to it for the next three years. Hallelujah. And now everybody is reaching out and using that tool. I realized that the church, everybody in the church wanted to get engaged. But if the church never provide them a tool, they will never go and fight the battles. And not only the UTB. Hallelujah. Amen. You give us, you share with us the wonderful culture of discipleship. We understand the difference of this being a disciple and being a Christian. I told them at the beginning that Christianity is what Christ has done on the cross for us. But being a disciple is a response to what Christ has done on the cross for us. Jesus did his part. So we've got to do our parts. He's counting on you. That's the reason why we are the church. We are his body. 
We are his eye, his ear, hallelujah, his mouth, his hands, and his feet so that we can bring Jesus everywhere. Everybody say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I love that. I hear from my son the term paradigm shift. It changes our mindset. How many of you grow in a province? Can I see your hands? Now, city people, thank you for raising your hands here. How many of you have seen the field? Hallelujah. How many of you see the seeds? And what I'm trying to say, you can still see those things. But when I'm driving, going to the province, Mamlea and pastor team, I can no longer see the carabao. It's the machine that is working. Can you see the concept? If the church never adopt in this present world, we're going to die. Hallelujah. Amen. We have been taught in our Bible school that computer is the beast. <laughs> Hallelujah. Can you imagine? And now we're living in a world of computer. Everybody has one in the form of a cell phone. Hallelujah. Amen. And our UTB teachers fulfill the works of an evangelist in our time. You can no longer see a crusade with a mass of people being healed in the public. Because the government will never allow that. You know when you have changed our mindset. During lockdown, the church slogans become call and make disciples. Call and make disciples. Who's you going to change? Who's you going to call? The UTB teachers, not the Ghostbuster. <laughs> Hallelujah. There's something changed in the neighborhood when the UTB teachers comes. Because they're making disciples. Hallelujah. And it's a wonderful thing that through Oxnet, you help us measure our growth progress. You provide us a healthy and a balanced diet, a proper diet for every stages of growth. UTB followed by best. Because we're a creator of habits. Every seeker that has been taught by UTB, the next lesson that they, hallelujah, is best, basic, essential, spiritual training. Hallelujah. And then they learn to take bites. And then after that, we go to Romans 12 disciples. And the rest is the history. Hallelujah. Amen. And the PAP becomes a balanced disciple of Jesus Christ. Let me correct some mentalities. Because of this culture, we have developed people who have been faithful to the mission and not to the person. You see, I have seen people following the pastors. Just like what happened in the Old Testament, when Moses is gone, they are no longer serving the Lord. I have adopted that spirit from your pastor in TJ 
that I believe one day I'm getting old, I'm gonna die, and let there be someone to continue the mission, and the people and PAP will still serve God because they have been loyal to Jesus Christ, not to Pastor Giorgio Serrano, because I never died on the cross for them. It was not my blood that has been shed, and they were never been baptized under my name. Hallelujah, everybody say, thank you, Jesus. Be careful of a self-centered mission. Hallelujah. It's not all about us. It's about His church. Authentic leadership paved the way for the next generation. I'm having difficulty at the beginning trying to explain that to our pioneers. But I let them see. I let my son took the lead and I asked them, I'm grateful for Sister Jairi because she's the one who set our, like TJs. You see, every Sunday I preach, there are about 200 people watching. But in the live stream, there were about 800 people all over the world listening to me. And we'll learn it from you. Amen. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Amen, amen. And here's the funny thing. You bring us the culture of learning. You challenge us to study the Bible deeper. That's why I did not hesitate. I talked to Pastor Tim. No, I'm willing to subscribe. I'm willing to pay. Hallelujah. Why? Because this is the education for God's people. So we learn to study the Bible deeper. So the, the result. We have learned that the epistles are not the wives of the apostles. And Joan of Ark is not the wife of Noah. And Moses' two tablets are not apples and androids. <laughs> Hallelujah. And one of the important principles that we love, we do not teach to inform, but to transform. Our first year of intentional study is really challenging and fun. I heard the voice of Pastor Tim and Brother Sam in, Brother Sam in the morning, in the noontime until the sun goes down. I heard their voice in the living room, in the bedroom, and even in my car. Hallelujah. Yes. We study intentionally. We listen. Hallelujah. We empty ourselves. We never think we know it all. We have to go back. The only way God can fill us is when we empty ourselves. Today we've got to empty ourselves so God can fill us more of His power and His Holy Spirit. So that we can go back to the mission field. Hallelujah. With a burning desire to save the lost. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, it is true, Brother Joyras, saying, Your living logos becomes our devotional materials, and now it will be the Sunday school lesson in the UPC church. Hallelujah. And the reason why Sister Treasure is working three jobs and still looking for another one. Brother Joshua is very busy. Amen. But they are here 
because they will be the admin of the Purpose Institute. We're going to bring the Purpose Institute in our local church. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. And, and, and uh, before I leave, last Friday I preached in our corporate church. I noticed that there was uh, a Germans or a German nationality, a Polish were attending our service. And uh, I, I asked him, he told me, Pastor, this is my ninth time listening to you. And then a, a bank analyst, I came from Poland. So I asked him, I'm going to assign someone who will teach you unlocking the Bible. Are you willing? He said, yes, Pastor. I'm happy for what I am seeing here. So I called one of the manager, Brother Ryan Magbo, one of the baptized, hallelujah, and he's now leaving the stage of baby and, 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 and child and youth. He's now in the stage of parenting. That's the reason why we need to bring PI is for the managers. Because every morning before they start working, hallelujah, they're going to bring their people, they're going to worship God together, God, they're going to praise, hallelujah, they're going to go to the word of God, so we have to equip them, so I don't have to teach all of those people. Every Friday after the service, there are 12 managers coming to a conference room listening to me, and we are equipping them. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. You know what the good thing about we meet you right on time? PAP has no issue about vaccinations. While so many churches are having debates, thinking that we have the mark of the beast already. <laughs> hallelujah. Why? Because they know that submissions even to the government becomes our protections. Hallelujah. We don't have a fatalities. We send offering to those churches who have lost their brothers and sisters. Because we're not stubborn. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and the church has a less rebellion. And they have been delivered from offenses. They love that causes bait of Satan. And through Oxnet, we learn to measure progress we understand the change is not instant, but a process that growth takes time and is slow. Let me tell you this morning that God can, God can and God will change even the homosexual. We have baptized. We have baptized 20 of them. Hallelujah. You see that other guy? He's now having a wife and a children before he's having a relationship with the same sex. Two of them are married now. God can and God will change. You see that sister that looks like a brother? She's not only striving to change, she was delivered from cancer. She got healed. Let me tell you, the name of Jesus is still heal cancer, is still deliver sickness. But let me warn you, great church, 
it will cease to operate when we start to lift the name of the preachers rather than to lift the name of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Part of this testimony and report are so many healings. Not in the name of Timothy Lee or Doji Carganto or Jojo Serrano. If you pray for that name, they're going to die for sure. <laughs> Hallelujah. But if you pray in that powerful and wonderful name, that saving name, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Please, don't judge them. I was so naughty and bully, you know. When, 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 uh, it's like God is making a joke that He sent me all these people. Hallelujah. Amen. But it breaks my heart. When I hear their life stories, it was never their fault that they have been a product of a dysfunctional home. Parents with the young children, be careful to labor your children. Because children has no preference yet. I remember Jairi and Joyda when they were young playing together. If you start calling them, when you see a boy, you know, dancing, don't, don't, don't give them a label. You're a gay. No, because what you say become a program. Can I ask you this question? Something that came to my mind. Hallelujah. What if Isaac never called his son Jacob? Do you think he will become a deceiver? A child that being born, hallelujah, is innocent. But anything you say... Repeatedly, even though it's a lie, becomes a truth and it becomes a program. That's why one day God called Jacob and he said, um, let, me, let me clarify things. I have made you. You are not Jacob. You are Israel. Why don't we praise him for a while? Hallelujah. You are not what you think you are. You know, it's so funny at the beginning. Hallelujah. I've seen these people. When I started teaching them about worship, I feel really annoyed because they dance like a cheerleaders, you know. <laughs> and one of their favorite songs, and it's in my mind, it's in they're making their own, their own, their own uh, lyrics. They love the song, I am redeemed, I am redeemed. They were dancing, it seemed they were saying, I am bading, I am bading. <laughs> but, but I realized it takes a process. And here's what I do. The next week, it is about worship. That there is a proper gesture and decorum in the house of God. That you should not be behaving unseemly when you are in his presence. And I remember one brother was looking at me and I asked, his, I asked him, what's your name? And he told me, Angelina. <laughs> and I looked him in the eye. The reason why I asked you, because I keep praying for you. And every time I say, God bless Angelina. And the Lord tell me, who's Angelina? I've never made Angelina. <laughs> And he told me, uh, Joey, pastor. <laughs> so I responded, then you are Angelina Joey. 
Hallelujah. Amen. And here's what happened. It took me a rest, risk to open the church for them dressed that way at the beginning. So I have to speak to the congregation. Before that happened, we have to pass. We have to pray. We're not lowering our standard. Are you with me? We're still apostolic. We're still tongue-talking. We're still preach about holiness. Hallelujah. Now listen, church. We will give them an opportunity to experience the presence of God and to experience revival. Hallelujah. And explain to them that you can, the worst deception is being pulled by yourself because Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 9 says, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked and who can know it? And I told them, I looked them in the eye, you are not what you think you are. You are not what you feel you are. You are what the word of God says you are. You are just simply being dishonest. Hallelujah. And they, they're talking to Sister Ludi. You know, Sister Ludi, pastor keeps saying the same thing that I don't want to hear, but I need to hear. Can I tell you? Romans chapter 1 verse 16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew person, every, and even to the Greek, even to the homosexual. The problem with this church sometimes, we're waiting for the power to come down from heaven while the power is in the word. Now hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me carefully. It was not my job to save people. It was never my job to change people either. I have no power to convict them. My job is simply share the word of God and it was the Holy Spirit job to change, to save, to convict people. So just simply share the word. Share the word. Hallelujah. That simple statement, Jesus loves you, means to them. And then there was a manager, you know. It's so funny because every time I would came to their office, he wear go coat and he, he will dress like a man. But when pastor is not around, <laughs> she dressed like a lady. Pastor Tim one day called in looking for a deal because they're selling a vacation program. She called to Andrea Acosta. She thought she, he, he thought he was talking to a lady and said, Hey, Pastor Tim, you came to our office. Huh? Who are you? And then he explained everything. And I talked to him. I told him, You see, God is opening the door for you. Because pastor team has a lot of influence. Can you please change your profile? And don't, don't join the church uh, service that, that you look like a lady. And he suddenly changed from a Bible. And I came to his office one day. And here's what I told him. I'm not tolerating you. I love you. I speak to you as a father and a brother. 
Hallelujah. I'm not forcing you to change. I know it's a process because you keep telling me you started doing that when you were six years old. Hallelujah. Amen. To all the mothers here who are disappointed huh? being a daughter, please don't dress your son as a daughter. So I asked him, I asked him, I'm not asking for perfection, but please, I want to see progress in your life. Because I've been keep coming back here for almost two years now. Is there any progress you can tell me in your life? And he said, Pastor, I stopped taking drugs. I give up my boyfriend for two years. Please be patient with me. Hallelujah. It takes time. But keep coming back. Don't forget where we came from. That we struggle once, but God changed us. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Everybody say amen. amen. The church is the cheap place. I'm almost done. For spiritual growths. There's no other place around. We learn to leave the traditional practice behind. We are program bounded. Hallelujah. I've been thinking, is there really an altar call during the day of Pentecost? Do they have the music? Hallelujah. Attached to them. Because I read my Bible that while Peter yet speaking, the Holy Ghost fell on them. And we start to think differently because we want to become a book of Acts church. And we understand the difference between a genuine revival and a hype. I'm going to say this with cautious. Because I'm teaching in our Bible school. One of my subjects is homiletics. I was explaining one day to a younger preacher that homiletics is an art and science of preaching. I can tell you the art, but I cannot give you the science. And one of the students lifted up his hand and said, Pastor, do we really need that? Because in our place, all you have to do is shout and we have revival. And I asked him, do you really think that is revival? Hallelujah. You see, in our Pentecostal culture, all you have to do is play. We are a bouncing generation and you think you will have a revival. But without the manifestation of the fruit of the spirits. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You've got to differentiate what is truly revival. And it opened up my mind. And I'm sharing this to all those younger ministers who are following me. The genuine revival is holistic. PAP has been blessed numerically. Socially. Because we embrace the word of God wrongly. Be not equally yoked with unbelievers. Friendship with the world is an enmity with God. How can we win the world if we are not friendly? What if I tell you Jesus went to the party? Hallelujah. In fact, he's not killjoy. When he said, we have a problem, they have no wine. He turned the water into wine, but we know no one got drunk. And here we are, everything we say is not biblical, it's not biblical, you're a carnal. You rebuke here, you rebuke here, and people walk away from you. 
Hallelujah. Amen. We have been blessed emotionally, spiritually. You can never separate emotional health to spiritual health. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we have been blessed financially. Last December, we bought another property amounting 10 million. We pay it in cash. It's just a small because we need parking, 273 square. A lot of pastors telling me, Pastor, if you buy that in the province, you can buy a mountain. I told them, I'm sorry, we're not in the province. <laughs> I don't need a mountain to bring in Malila. That's a difficult problem. <laughs> Whilst they are thinking it's impossible to have a lot, here's, here's what makes me sad, Pastor. I took to one of our Filipino missionary that he has to go abroad and work. And I asked him why. Because that's the fastest way to be able to buy property. And I told him, don't try to solve God's problem that is not yours. I know what I'm saying. I never go abroad to work as an overseas worker. But the church has been able. This is now the second property that we bought. Don't you know PAP is in the center of Manila. You cannot go everywhere in Manila without passing through that city. And Pastor Tim is right. It was not accident. It was God's appointed time that we meet each other. So we can share this culture. It's strategically. Hallelujah. Amen. Please. Don't be offended. I'm going to say this with cautious and love. We realize it's not the big number of people. And there's nothing wrong with that. That the problem comes when number are the only thing we measure. And so become our ultimate marker of success. I have seen literally a thousand being baptized in a day. There are dear brothers of mine. Hallelujah. All they have to do, bring a trucks, a lot of sacks of rice, and the poor people fall on line. Hallelujah. They give three kilos and two sardines as if they received the Holy Ghost and they decided to be baptized. A thousand of them in one day. But the question is, who goes back after the following day? No one. So sad. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. And we realize that success, according to the scripture, is becoming the person God calls you to become and doing what God calls you to become and doing what God calls you to do in His way according to His timetable. Not my will, but His be done. Would you praise him for a while and say, Lord, not my will. Hallelujah, not my will. Come on, everybody in the house. Would you say that for a while, Father, not my will. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let me warn you. It is possible for a ministry or an organization to be growing numerically and yet actually failing. I was reading Matthew 7, 21 that morning. 
And the Lord said, Not everyone that saith to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. Have you noticed the following statement? It's like he's making debate with the Lord. Lord, have we not cast devil in your name? Have we not prophesied in your name? Have we not done? Hallelujah. I believe they are big numbers. I love that question. Keep coming back in my mind the first time. Hallelujah, I came here and hear you talking about discipleship. How many disciples have you made? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. And how do we define faithful? Amen. The difference between faithfulness versus fruitfulness. You know, don't get me wrong. I know that the Lord is delighted in our attendance when we go to the church every Sunday. But if you have keep coming back to the church for 10 years and you never bring a fruit, that's a big question. I know God will be delighted in our prayer and passing and our giving. Hallelujah. But the Lord is even more delighted if even one of us will going to bring our fruits. The Pharisees and the Sadducees are religious in their attendance. They fasted twice a week. Hallelujah. And they never missed paying their tithes. But the Lord never pleased with them. Why? Because they have no fruit of righteousness. And no fruit of leading somebody to God. In fact, they are judgmental. Do you know the sin of the pride can be found in the church? Yes. Arrogance and pride is in the church. Hallelujah. Amen. So we become the book of Acts church. PAP become a church without the walls. People are coming everywhere. And then I provoke the people for two years. Hallelujah, bringing them the book of Acts and ask them, how can the Lord add it to the church daily if we open our church only Sunday and Wednesday until we change our concept and we realize that we are the church and we have to bring Jesus Christ with us every day. And here's one of my greatest joy before I finish, mga kabatid, as a husband and as a father, one of my greatest joy is to see my wife and my children growing in faith and being used by God. Hallelujah. Look at that. Amen. I teach in our Bible school. So many pastor's sons are coming to me, pastor team. And they're going to ask me a question. Pastor, can, 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 can you counsel me? They're going to go inside my car and they're going to tell me. They're going to confess that. Pastor, I don't really want to be here. It was my father's decisions that I'm here. Hallelujah. And I told him, what's your plan? Do you, have, do you have a goal or do you have a dream that you wanted to acquire? I'll talk to your father. But if you don't know what you're doing, why don't you trust your father's judgment and be allowed in the process? Maybe, just maybe. But here's Brother Joyra talking to a medical practitioners. They are the one formulating the, you know, uh, the contemporary of Ensure N+. Teaching Bible study to a doctors. Hallelujah. My youngest daughter teaching UTB one-on-one. -on -one. 
Sister Jairus teaching, hallelujah, defending the faith. That's the Miss Universe forever. Amen. That one in the center. And PAP. And Brother John talking to a group of parents in a son's concept. Children's concept. Hallelujah. Because sometimes we are so demanding. Not he. I was shocked listening to him. Because he was talking in a point of view as a son. Hallelujah. Something that we need to hear. I almost done. I believe that the church will ultimately triumph both locally and universally. The Lord said in Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, hallelujah, and thou art Peter, and upon this rock, I will build my church. Don't forget the personal pronoun I. TJ and FJF are not pastor team and pastor Doji's church. One day we're getting old and there will be another people, hallelujah, who will continue. I hope the younger generation will still be remain faithful to the mission. In conclusion, hallelujah, listen to me carefully. You can reach your world. You have a world to reach that is connected to another world. When Pastor Tim and Mom Leia told me you're going to be our speaker in our mission Sunday, I was shocked. And the Lord spoke to me. You just simply share that everybody has a world to reach. You know, we think it in we, we, we do not think it properly. We think when the Lord said, go ye into all the world that I will leave my family and I will go Africa to hear the call of God. Can you, isn't it illogical? Because we hear the statement, charity begins at home. And then that Saturday morning I was thinking and the Lord talked to me, haven't you realized that I have opened to you the business world? There is a sports world, an entertainment world. You have your own world to reach. But the good thing is, before Jesus sent his disciple for a mission, he empowers them. Let us not be like Jeremiah and Moses who are making a lot of excuses when God called him to go. But I love what the Lord responds when I was reading my Bible. Every hallelujah alibi that they made. The Lord has a beautiful promise. Before I let you stand, the last slides, I want you to see, hallelujah, the progress report of PAP. To God be the glory. We can never do it without your help. I'm here standing beside you. Hallelujah. That pastor's team keep coming back. To the Philippines is not in vain. Hallelujah. That you have shared much. Because of that, we were able to keep 85% of the harvest. Amen. We have 20 UTB teachers. 14 UTB teacher trainees. 48 Bible studies. In the, I'm not teaching all of those 48 Bible studies. Or else, I cannot stand in front of you. Amen. And we have 24 care groups. Everybody has been taken care of while pastor is preaching here. And 130 UTB baptism. And there's more. Hallelujah. Why don't we all stand up? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now listen. Before I give this 
platform to Pastor Tim. If there is someone here being discouraged, and if you feel like you are being attacked by the devil, listen to me, brace yourself. Do you know the reason why? Simply because the devil is afraid of you. Can you imagine if this whole congregation will respond to the call of God and say, Yes, Lord. How many doors and how many worlds we can reach. God bless you. Amen. I wonder what happens if everybody will get this call to reach their own world. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm a missionary. Amen. Okay. You know, like in all mission work, it requires resources, requires manpower, requires equipping. Amen. Everybody say, Praise the Lord. And God is challenging us. I know you're probably hungry now. The only thing that's standing away from you at your lunch is me. But today, we're going to put that aside for a moment. And challenge, be challenged today. Again, we are in a different league of season. In the past, Pastor Doji, it was just crusades. And we know that crusades don't work if there is no systems, equipping, discipleship. Amen. And, and, and this is discipleship, us getting involved by giving. You know, I don't understand. People talk about discipleship if they don't talk about money. Amen. You know what? Salvation is free. But discipleship will cost you everything. Okay? Everybody say, praise the Lord. You know, I want the musicians to come because it's a little bit dead, you know. And then everybody's like, okay, what's going to happen? Amen. Uh, but, but this is the time for us to answer the call. What is faith promise? Let me tell you what faith promise is, real quickly. By faith. I say again, by faith, not logic. By faith. Turn to your neighbor and say, by faith. I'm going to put God as my priority. I don't care. Listen, folks. If you don't put your finances where your mouth is, you have no influence in the spirit world. I'm saying this again. You have no influence in the spirit world because the Bible says, seek ye first. How can you say, I seek ye first? When you are keeping the finances. Everybody say, praise the Lord. If you want to see your family safe, I'm not manipulating you, but if I seek ye first, and where your treasure, where your heart is, that's where your treasure is. Everybody say Amen. I'm here to prophesy to some of you. As you give, God knows your family members. I'm saying this again. God wants your family to be safe. Come on, say Amen. But before I can do that, I, I, I know this sounds bad, FJF. I, I understand your need. But it's not about the amount is about what God placed in your heart by faith. Amen. By faith. Everybody say, by faith. by faith. 
And when you start to give, something happened in the spirit world to your province. That God will begin to build a church. God is going to use somebody out there. Because I step out in faith. We can reap the promises. If you don't sow, you cannot reap. Amen. Again, I, I, I do understand this. I, I have parents. I, have, I understand the high cost of living in Singapore. Everybody say praise God. You know, I, 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 if this does not work, I will not do it. But I've seen how God moves when we put Him first. I see the spirit of poverty broken because we step out in faith. Okay, everybody say Amen. I want us to begin to pray. I don't want us to pray in fear. I will bind the spirit of fear. And I want you to be open. Everybody say open. How do you know it's God? When you don't operate in fear Okay, everybody say Amen, amen. Can we just lift our hands for a moment Father, in the name of Jesus First of all, God Lord, I bind the spirit of fear Right now Lord, right now In the name of Jesus I bind the spirit of fear Lord, again I, I want to submit My logic to you Lord, I understand, God, that I cannot outgive you. I understand, God, that this is a challenge for me to seek ye first the kingdom of God. Lord, again, God, I pray, God, that you will begin right now in the name of Jesus to speak to our hearts. Because your kingdom matters to me. I'm going to step out in faith. Father, right now, I call upon you to speak to our hearts right now in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to pray specifically that God will speak right now. I address fear. Look at your neighbor and say, In the kingdom of God, we don't operate in fear. Amen. Again, this is between you and God. Okay. Amen. This is between you and God. It doesn't amount, it doesn't matter about the amount. It's never about the amount, it's about faith. Okay, everybody say praise the Lord. Okay, are you all ready? Turn to your neighbor and say, You ready? I mean, I, I you know how do I know you are ready? Say, God, you put the figure in the checkbook. <laughs> Amen. Or, or, or nowadays we don't do that with a checkbook. I don't know what. So Father, in the name of Jesus, come on, lift your hands. Speak to us. Speak to us right now. If you are standing next to your wife, hold your wife's hand or your spouse's hand, whatever, speak to us, Father, right now. Father, whatever is, whatever is mine is yours. Come on, just leave your prayer just for a moment right now. If you have to push back, logic, push it back. 
If you have to push back right now, come on, just pray in the Holy Ghost for a while. You need to do whatever it takes to just to have that clarity, that, that, that frequency right now. For some of you, this is new, but I'm challenging you to step out in faith. Come on, come on, just push it back right now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Here's what's going to happen, they're going to be flashing QR code. Can I have the QR code flash? Amen, we're going to do it electronically. Amen, uh, they're, they're going to be flashing the QR code. Yes, okay, if you are from Tabernacle of Joy, you take up your camera and just aim the yellow box. Everybody say, all those people that are from TJ, yellow box. Okay, yellow box. But if you are from FJF, the blue box. But if you have a hard time with technology, you can raise your hands and our ushers, our ambassadors will give you a commitment form. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Okay. Amen. The musicians will come sing. You feel the amount and then after you feel the amount, I want you to come down to the altar. If you want to reach out to God, it's your time. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Okay. Okay. You see the pledge is coming in. Okay. Thank you. Amen. Musicians.
know that FJF is not reflected very accurately. Okay, we will get that, figure it out. Okay, amen. But from what we are seeing is really right now 310,000. We will get it figured out. We will let you all know the figure later on. Okay, everybody say praise God. Praise God. Amen. What we are looking at, we will verify at least 310,000. Okay, I, I'm sure it's more than that. Thank God for that. Here's what I want you to do before I dismiss you I want you all to stretch your hands. Let's pray and ask God to give us wisdom. Father, right now, God, we do our part reaching out to you. God, this is our sacrifice. Father, use it for your kingdom, use it for your glory. We are so grateful to be a part, God, of your kingdom, being your earth partner. We pray, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name. Amen. Shake hands and be friendly. Thank you for being a part of Faith Promise. Amen. For those that are still hanging around, we have a special video of from Brother Sergey. Okay, we're going to be showing a video of Brother Sergey. We gave approximately eighty-two thousand dollars to the work in Ukraine. You know, I want you to show that video. Greetings from Kiev, Ukraine. It's been almost a year since the war started and it's been a difficult year for the church for our country for us for our families but in the midst of all we see the hand of god on our lives we see how god's protection has been on our churches on its people and we are thankful for that i want to say thank you to everyone who's been praying for us everyone who's been supporting us it means a lot to the church body in ukraine because of your giving and your prayers we've seen thousands of people helped we were able to minister to multitudes of people like never before collectively in ukraine for the past six months we baptized around 50 people in jesus name everyone who we prayed for god delivered from occupation miraculously saved and none from the church people were injured or died I want to say thank you to Singapore Church for your kindness, your love, your support. Because of your giving, we were able to minister to people, to travel places, give out humanitarian help. And also you were given towards our church building. We want to say thank you for that. Because of your giving, we were able to basically install all of the heat system in a building. Uh, it's going to be heated floors. We bought all the materials and basically everything is done. And I want to say thank you. It means a lot to us. During the war, we're building the building because we believe in the harvest. We believe in the revival that God is giving in Ukraine. Right now in our small auditorium, we see around 300 people every Sunday. And we're praying that we finish this building as soon as possible and move in there and we'll be able to sit 600 people comfortably. I believe we're living in the last days. And in the last days, we'll see a harvest, we'll see a revival like never before. Because the power of the Holy Spirit is in our lives. 
And when Jesus said, Peter, upon this rock I shall build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail, it means nothing can stop the church. Even during a war we see revival. During crisis the church is always strong and moves forward. So I want to say thank you for your prayers and your support, and we are praying the Lord's blessings on your lives. God bless you. Okay, this is a total figure. Let's thank God for it. Amen. Come on, let's give Him praise. Let's give Him honor. Hallelujah. Thank you. Amen. Shake hands and be friendly. Good to see everybody in Faith Promise Sunday. God bless you.